This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are back, folks, for a bonus edition of the Michigan Basketball Insider Special Treat as Michigan hosted the number two point guard in the country last week. Uh, this is right before another elite point guard comes in in Seth Trimble. But we got a chance to catch up with his dad, Nathan Bradley, Coach Nathan Bradley, who was a tremendous interview. Very insightful. Very open in sharing that insight. Very candid in talking about where Michigan fits in his son's recruitment. Makes for a special bonus edition of the Michigan Basketball Insider, especially when we have Tim McCormick, who can speak from the perspective of a player, a dad, and a coach, having coached his son uh, and identifying maybe the coaching traits that would work best uh, for your son in the way that Nathan Bradley is doing with his son, Tim McCormick, a former first-round draft pick ten year, out of Michigan, 10 years in the NBA, goes on and now still in the midst of a great broadcast career uh, doing Pistons analysis with Valley Sports Detroit. And then, of course, college basketball analysis is one of the top color commentators in the game, in my opinion. And, of course, what he brings to this podcast is second to none. So, Tim, welcome back after a short layoff. Man, this is fun. Yeah, we're we're getting after it, Sam. There's a lot to talk about, good stories. And, man, the future is really bright. Uh, the, the level of player that they're bringing in is outstanding. But I also love the the depth of the kids that they're bringing in. These are not just ball players. Like they have a plan and a vision and they're getting coached along very well. Um, I, I, I like what Juwan is doing. You know, it's interesting, Tim, you being a player, I'm sure you've experienced different styles of, of coaching. And I, I'm sitting here, you know, coming up playing football as a kid. I only ever had the, the brow beating type of coach, the fire and brimstone type of coach. So I have, I do have an appreciation for that style of coaching. Like I, you know, people who complain about Tom Izzo, I say, you know what you're getting with Tom Izzo when you sign up for Tom Izzo. So don't complain, you know, don't criticize because everyone knows the book. Right. And I do think that some players respond better to that. I think it's up to a player and up to a player's family to identify what style of coaching they respond to best. So maybe you respond better to Dean Smith than you do Bob Knight, right? That's You need to know that as you're going through the process. So I found it very interesting in talking to Nathan about, you know, what coaching style is going to work best with his son. He, he sort of related a story like, I want to, I would think my son should shoot more, but he's not the type of guy that I'm going to be able to say, shoot more, shoot more, shoot more, and he's going to do it. There's a particular style that he responds best to, and I learned that. Uh, via coaching him, uh, even more so than just being his dad. And I'm, I want to, you know, equate that to your experience as a player and what kind of coaching you responded to. And then as a dad, coaching Kellen, did you get a better appreciation for the style of coaching that he responded to? 
Wow, very good question, Sam. Um, when Kellen, who actually, for people that don't know, he um, he played at Western Michigan and then did a grad transfer at Georgia Tech. I started coaching him very early on, and it was after an experience um, when he was probably in fourth grade, third or fourth grade. Um, he played for the family, which is just an elite program um, in Detroit, and it wasn't a great fit for him. And as a dad, seeing what he needed to do as a player, I was on the sideline and wasn't really in a position to have that that input. So I started my own program the next year, and, and I coached him. And I found kids that I really liked, that, that I liked my son hanging out with. You know, good kids will listen, will be coached, will, will be good leaders. And throughout his career, I was able to subtly make messages um send messages to him through my coaching for instance there was a game when he was young and and i i said look you're a shooter you need to shoot and if you pass up shots you know you're not as good a defensive player you're not great on the boards you've got to shoot and he didn't shoot and so i pulled him out of the game and didn't play him the whole second half and by being the coach in that position i was able to send a message that I think really helped him that, that he knows if you're a shooter, you've got to hunt for shots because that's your greatest value. And when I think of Jaden Bradley, his dad, I think it's a wonderful message that, that, that he sent. I'm investing in my son's life in his career, and I'm going to give him the, 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 the type of coaching that he needs so he can become everything that his potential would dictate. Yeah, and one of the things that he he did is obviously he came up. He said, you know, now he's with CP3, and he said, now I truly he said, now do we talk about games after fifteen minutes after? But after that, I'm I'm, I'm purely dad at, at that point. You know, I understand that, but that experience, you know, I know my kid. I know my kid better. I know what he responds to. Like, you know, when you are when you are scolding or teaching your your kid at home, just basic discipline and things to do at home, you know, how they respond in that, in that scenario might be different than how they respond on a court, you know, how they respond in a game. Like, how do you, how do you reach them? How does that message get across? And that's why I get back to, you got to know what style of coaching works for you. And that's, you know, hearing him talk about Juwan as you guys will in this interview I mean that that coach now now make it look we saw Jawan can get after you too now remember that that interview we had with uh -huh. Zay uh -huh. <laughs> you know that yeah. whole exchange so it's not like Jawan just you know is Dean Smithing it up you know all the way uh, all the way throughout the season and throughout games so he can get after you but you know he's not, he's also not Mike Shashevsky he's not Tom Izzo in the way that he coaches either and i thought it was pretty profound to hear uh you know nathan or coach bradley talk about that with his son saying hey I, I really feel like seeing the way he coaches being around his coaching staff like he talked about howard isley like you you know h tim he's not a, a he's not a very boisterous guy right he's not a very loud talking Guy, we'll have H on the on the podcast at some point, but that's like not his deal. He is a very matter of fact guy that doesn't raise his voice, 
But Nathan said, hey, when he speaks, the guys around him listen because they know what he's saying based on his experience as a player, based on his success now in this short term as a coach, that he's a guy you should listen to. And that's the style that I know Jaden responds to. Yeah, and and Howard Isley is a cerebral connector. And and I would imagine that there's a reason that when they were divvying up who's going to be the lead recruiter on each player, you know, why Howard Isley was selected. Um, also, mm-hmm. when, when we listen to Jaden Bradley's father, um, I think that it's a really smart opportunity to build your program with kids from two parent households. And I know things happen. Maybe that sounds unfair. Maybe it sounds a bit callous, but when, when you're sending a kid onto a college campus and, and he's got a strong dad in his life and, and this, you know, strong mother that has given discipline, that's laid expectations that, has has brought discipline, especially if you've got a dad that's a coach in the household. That that just makes a you know, a more more solid uh, solid kid that's that's capable of becoming a leader. I don't know. Does that sound unfair? Because I know that that there's a lot of kids that don't have dads, but but it, it's certainly an advantage if you if you've got a kid that. That, that is used to being coached by two parents all the time. Yeah, look, I, I, I guess for me, uh, it, is it an advantage? That, absolutely, it's an advantage to have a two-parent household. There's there's no question the impact of having a father in your life. It doesn't have to be in the household. Just a father right. in exactly. your life is absolutely huge. I, I guess I'm not as, for me, it's it's not an aspect of a young man's, background that I'm hyper focused on that I think mm-hmm. is that I think is a a factor that determines his future could it affect his future yes it absolutely could does it make your, the challenge for you as a coach Jawan Howard as a coach Phil Martelli as a coach Howard Isley or Saudi Washington to maybe fill a bigger void in a player's life yeah it does increase that challenge but I, I think the ceilings are, are just as high, provided the coaches fill those gaps. You know, those those kids, I mean, Juwan Howard wasn't from a two-parent two household. You know, Jalen Rose wasn't from a two-parent household. Chris Webber was, right? So, I mean, there, there are examples on both sides. You as a coach have to be able to meet that player where he is. But is it an absolute advantage for Jaden Bradley that, his dad is in – there's there's just no question. I think the bigger thing for me, Tim, is whether it's your father or your, your guard, someone – if your coach, the person that coaches you, plays that role. So if you're, whether your dad is your coach or your coach is like your dad and it's really that type of, that type of relationship, what that kind of player brings to a team – is different those guys are very often coaches on the floor and even better when they're your point guard raised by a coach even better when they're the coach on the floor tim 
Yeah, and what about the 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 advantage for Juwan Howard in recruiting Jaden Bradley? That I bet I bet there have been twenty games that that the dad and Juwan have sat in the, <laughs> the stands together, just talking, talking hoops, talking strategy um, on the AAU circuit or or wherever it may be. Um, you know, and maybe if it's not during the game, it's after the game, or it's before the game, or it's at you know at a school event, or there's a connection there that that is very very special yeah, and yeah. and 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 who can relate better to a dad than another dad that's going through that yeah you're absolutely right and it just so happens i'm you're you're right they probably have spent a lot of time together because because jet and jaden they spent a lot of time together they are really close and you will hear that come across in this interview so we'll bring them on now here is the father of the number 2 point guard in the country Father of Jaden Bradley, here is Coach Nathan Bradley. Let's just start off first, Mr. Nathan Bradley, taking me back to when you realized that, you know, your son, you know, even before high school, I, I imagine there was a time where you sort of realized that his, his talent was a little bit different. He was a little bit better than the other kids he was playing with and against. Where, when was that point for you? Um, Like, Jaden always played up. He, he probably never played his age game age until this year 17u like he's you know with travel basketball in eighth grade he was playing 16u um when he was younger he, he started playing basketball like in the first grade he was playing third and fourth grade and fifth and sixth and then the eighth you know sixth grade and eighth grade while he was in the fourth and fifth grade so so early on we knew that he kind of had a passion for the game and he was having fun and a little bit different because he I always told him as long as you compete on the level you're competing on and you don't look like you're playing up in your liability, then we're going to allow you to do that. Um, so probably to answer your question around probably about maybe sixth, seventh grade. Okay. Okay. So yeah, like I said, I knew it was probably early. So now he is one of the most heavily recruited players in the country. You, you know, game, you know, ball players, Right. You know, you coach kind of if you can, if it's possible for you mm -hmm. to put take off the dad hat for a minute and just put on the coach, the scout hat and yes. break down Jaden's game is is there. Give me a scouting report. Is there a player in college or the pros that you compare him to or that coaches compare him to kind of kind of break down the scout for me? Well, um, he compares himself to, to Paul George. He, he likes Paul George. Um he doesn't play like poor George because we always laugh like, why do you like you don't necessarily play like that? <laughs> um, but every when we play and we, we visit different cities, people always say he plays like Chris Paul. OK, um, I think that as a coach, if the reason I will be recruiting him is because other kids like to play with him. He shares the basketball. And as a dad putting that, that hat back on, I it pisses me off because I want him to shoot more. Like, <laughs> you know, we all want our kids to score the basketball. <laughs> But, you know, like one of the CP3 coaches said recently, he's like, you can complain about him not shooting, but he shoots at the right time. Mm -hmm. You know, the game at the end of the game, the game's on the line or you need a bucket where, it's a, you know, the other team's on an 8-0 run. He, he finds a way to get to the line or gets gets a bucket, stop the bleeding. So he, he shoots at the right time. Um, so as a coach, 
I definitely will recruit him because he makes he makes kids better and guys want to play with him. Gotcha, man. So so uh, kind of a tangent just for a minute. I just always wonder, you know, dads who are coaches. How do you sure. how do you balance that, man? How do you handle, you know, him not maybe bringing home something that you coached him to do or something that you got on, on him for on the court to not necessarily bring that home and make that be something that interferes with dad's son time. Like, how do you balance that? Yeah, that and that's a great question. I, you know, I have an older son who actually plays overseas now. He's in Czech Republic. And I coached him through high school and through AAU. Um, but my wife made a rule, and she made that rule for my older son because we would be arguing all throughout the house. You know, the games would never end. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was, Dad, I did this, I did So she said, listen, it's a 15-minute rule. 15 minutes before the game and 15 minutes after the game if you're coaching them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that that's out, you know, that that saved my relationship with my older son. Like I, I'm a dad, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I appreciate her for that because I think a lot of a lot of dad coaches miss out on being a dad because when you coach, that line is 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 so faint, um, and you tend to 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 get over it and not be able to continue to communicate with your son as a son as opposed to being a player. Got you. All right, so going through the process with your son that's playing in the Czech Republic. How how has that helped you go through the process again with Jaden? Um, it's a little bit differently. My older son was not like heavily recruited, as he's like the younger kids say. We got I got it out the mud, you know. He was, <laughs> yeah, he, was he was a little smaller. Like he he's he's six two now. He he was smaller. He grew later. Um, but I think that you know, J- it's always the younger one. Jaden was always tagging along with him, trying to play with him. Um, you know, it's a six, seven year difference. But when when my older son's friends came to the house, Jaden thought they were coming to see him. Like those are his <laughs> friends, those are my friends. Like you know, Jaden, yeah, let let your brother relax a little bit. You know, he he was just excited. Um, but we we just tried to make sure that you know that he 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 stayed humble, and we made him work for everything. And you know, by by again by playing him up. We didn't really have to worry about people just saying like, you know, his age, like his group was like he was a star of that team. You know, he was always really good, even on those teams that he's playing up on. Um, but he was never like head and shoulders above everybody else. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So now that you're in the recruiting process, before we mm-hmm. talk about specific schools, give me an idea as a as a parent, as a dad, you know, what are the things that you are stressing that Jaden look for? Like what, what's the criteria that you want him to have in the school that he, he ultimately picks? So one of the things we try to do is to provide Jaden with as much information as we can and let him decide, you know, what he's looking for and, and decide what school he's going to ultimately choose. Um, And I think, think coach Howard asked him that the other day and he said, coach, you know, I want a coach that's gonna gonna hold me accountable. I want good teammates in that program. You know, I don't want a team. I want a program where, you know, the kids aren't bigger than the program. Mm. Um, and I want a coach who wants to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, we 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 as a family stress family atmosphere. Um, you know, I think it's a lot of programs out there that say family, but I think they leave out the word dysfunctional in the front of it. Mm-hmm. Um. And we we were able to kind of experience a lot of that with Michigan this weekend. All right, so let's let's dig yeah let's let's dig into that. So 
you know, this was this was the first official visit, correct? Correct, our first official. All mm-hmm. right, all right. So, what was it like? I mean, kind of take me through what what the official visit experience was like through the lens of a first time visitor. What did you see? What stood out the most? What did they do? Kind of take me through it. Um. So. Just a quick background. We have been, we probably have been on six or eight unofficial visits. JD started doing unofficial visits like in the eighth or ninth grade. Um, okay. Tennessee, North Carolina State, North Carolina, South Carolina, you know, Auburn, different schools that we have been on unofficial visits to. Um, so we were kind of looking forward to it being all about Jaden, you know, and and I could see that he was kind of uncomfortable with that a little bit because he's not a kid who, who wants it to be all about him. Mm. Um, you know, just... I think you can see that the way he plays on the court where he shares the basketball so much, he's not a kid who who looks for the spotlight. Um, he's not a kid like even this weekend after the picture, we were like, Jaden, you, you need to post these pictures. And he's like, Yo, I'm excited to post them, but should I post them? Do I, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, we have, we want to definitely let Michigan know we had a great time. Mm-hmm. And we let the world know we had a good time too. But, you know, he was kind of torn. Like, I don't really want to, have it about me and of course his first picture that he chose was a picture of us three me and my wife (laughs) (laughs) Um, hey but man um, that's not that's actually i mean look i don't think there's anything wrong with kids who put you know put up photos of them i mean that's that's the age that we live in but i must say that i find especially with the position that he plays and the role that he has on the court there's something to be said for a guy who who says, you know, it's about the we instead of the me. I, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. digging. The, I'm kind of digging the yeah. description. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you. I mean, you've been doing this for a while. Obviously, we did our research research on you too. You know what I mean? Saying like, we we know you've been doing this, and you've talked to a lot of guys and a lot of parents, a lot of players, and me being a coach, it's not a lot of guys like that. You know, you'll see guys that'll say that. But after the game, they run to the scoreboard to see how many assists or points they had. Mm-hmm. Like, my son's not going to say that. He He's going to look up at the scoreboard and see, did we win? And did I do enough to win? You know, we, we've had situations where even this past weekend, our, our seven-footer was hurt, so we didn't have a big and we were playing. So, you know, two of the four games, Jaden let us a rebound. He's like, okay, I got to help rebound more. Like, he, he figures it out. Whatever it's going to take to win, he's going to go do it. And, and that's that's just the kind of kid he is. Um, so on the you know, just to kind of circle back to your question with the official visit, it was really nice just having it about, about him in a family atmosphere, you know, which Michigan dictated. Mm-hmm. Um, they you know, Juwan was on point with everything. And, and, and Juwan has probably an unfair advantage from the rest of the country because. Jed Howard, you know, lives next door to Jaden at IMG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're together all the time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean, they're together. They, they might be together now, actually, because Jaden's down in Miami training. So if it's, uh, in, and this afternoon, I'm sure they'll be hanging out again. Mm-hmm. But, they're, but they're pretty close. Um, so he, he kind of knows Jaden pretty well. Um, so it was, it was nice just having that focus on him, um, looking at the style of play which I think exactly matches what he can do and what he's capable of. I think Howard Isley brings another advantage for those guys, being a guard who did it on a high level, um, who can teach it, who is not soft-spoken, but when he speaks, everybody listens to what he's saying, and I think that is exactly who Jaden is. Mm, mm, Okay, so was there an aspect, because it sounds like it checked a lot of boxes, 
But was mm-hmm. there an aspect of the visit that stood out to to you and especially to Jaden the most? Mm. We gave Jaden that assignment and he hasn't turned that in yet. Mm. <laughs> we, you know, my wife and I sat down and we were like, Jaden, okay, we need, you know, five things that stood out to you the most, but we want those first two to be really, really strong. And we want some things that you would change about the, vid- the visit, you know, not necessarily negative or just, or just things you would change. Mm-hmm. So he promised us that yesterday but we don't have that yet. All right, so how so give me the parent, <laughs> give me give me the dad perspective on that cuz I mean, you know, he mm-hmm. he has what he's looking for, which is most important. But your perception of things has you know, has some some weight in this. So what did you view your personal opinion on what stood out the most? Um what stood out the most to me was like family is something that everybody preaches and I think I mentioned that earlier. Um, we made a transition over to talk to coach Harbaugh and it was probably four or five of the football staff that were there. And I, you know, for me, I just kind of sit back and watch the interaction between coach Harbaugh and coach Howard. And it, it was, it was, it was really seamless. They, they were talking, they were building, they were you know talking back and forth. Next thing I know, coach Harbaugh was over there talking to me for about 20 minutes they said, you know, they had a they had some other um, football recruits there, so they did like a photo shoot with Jaden with the football with the football uniform on with uh, number zero. <laughs> right. And I was like, wow, this is. What, I mean, it was just, it was cool. You know, like we got a surprise for you guys. And I was like, we get downstairs, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, he's got football in his hand, and you know, Coach Harbaugh was like, you know, I heard he played a little football. I was like, yeah, Jaden played quarterback, and you know, he's he's pretty good quarterback. We just decided that because he was getting the offers from basketball that we were going to kind of shut football down. He had a couple of teammates that got hurt playing football, you know, so we were like, okay, this is where we need to be at. Um, so that, that whole, you know, showing me family as opposed to telling me family stood out to me. Mm, I got you. All right. So as far as his interaction with the guys, because you know that, I don't know if he got a chance to spend much time with any players, but if he did, could you, could you get a feel for what those connections were like? Um, Zeb was there. So you, you familiar with Zeb? Yeah, Zeb Jackson. Yeah. Yep. So as soon as we walked in, Zeb was like, JB. And that's Jaden's nickname, JB. And they were like, yo, what's up? You know, and I was like, oh, man. You know, and I, I remember Zeb, but I didn't know Jaden and Zeb knew each other like that. Okay. You know, so they started talking about the camps they had been together when they were at the Under Armour camp a couple of years ago. I think it was, um, uh, Curry's camp out in California. And, you know, just talking back and forth about different tournaments that they played in. At the same time, never played against each other. But, you know, again, because Jaden played up all the time, you know, they would be on the same level. Um, So that that was that was great because, you know, Zeb got a chance to take him to different places without us. Mm. And I really wanted Jaden to be able to talk to Zeb because, you know, Zeb made the decision to come here from a, you know, a highly touted school as well. Like IMG, he came from Mount Verde. What was the transition like coming from a, you know, a major program, high school program? Uh, to Michigan and why he made that decision. And I wanted that to come from Zeb directly to Jaden without, you know, any, any coaches around, any parents around. So he got a chance to, you know, spend some time with him. And I, I was, I was really thought we were really fortunate to have that conversation. Those yeah. two were having that conversation. Okay. So as you weigh all this criteria, I, I guess one of the ones that I'm assuming 
is not an issue based on the fact that he's at IMG is is, is distance. Is distance from home gonna play a role in this at all? No, we're we're originally from Rochester, New York, um, which is really not that far uh from Detroit. Same weather. Right, right. <laughs> uh, we're we're down in Carolina. We've been down in North in Charlotte for six years. Um, a lot different weather. Um Jaden doesn't mind the weather, doesn't mind the distance. He He's a kid that, that says this, like, you know, a lot of coaches always talk about, you know, possibly one and done. And it's that Jaden is a kid who says that long, as long as it takes, okay. I want to compete. I want to compete. So it's like, you know, his mom's done something right with him. You know, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that you mentioned that because, you know, this is why it's always important to talk to the, the principals in the, in the matter where mm-hmm. you're talking about the young right. man or his family. The narrative is, Oh man, he's looking to go to the G league right now. I don't know right. if you've heard mm-hmm. that, but that's that's I out there that. pretty strong, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, I heard that. Yeah, so I mean, they not they obviously aren't getting that from Jaden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where is that I mean, coming from? I mean, as, as you know, media is tough. Like, it's funny because a lot of times we'll see like what do they call that? The crystal ball. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, who did they talk to to get this crystal ball? <laughs> like, it's, it's incredible. Like, what is this? This is crazy. You know. Crystal Ball, he's going to University of Toledo. I'm like, okay, like you know, I mean, it just, just, it just amazes me that when people come out with the Crystal Ball, because you would think that they spoke to us or Jaden, and they had, you know, this Crystal Ball. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's definitely not the the case. Yeah, yeah, yep. Hey, man, I've put in a Crystal Ball or two in my day, <laughs> but it's all, it's always, it always, yes, it it is always well sourced for okay. sure. Right. And that's why I'm talking to you now, because look, man, the mm-hmm. other thing that was out there was like, look, Michigan, not, Michigan isn't even like when you told me he was coming on the visit, right? That was like Titanic because. <laughs> it was being reported. No, seriously, because people were reporting Michigan not it's Kentucky or North Carolina. Michigan's not even a factor. That, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like one of the things we wanted to do, and it, and, it, and I saw this yesterday, and I, I try to stay off social media, and, and the, my friends just send they send me this stuff all the time. But they saw people put up the top four schools, you know, Michigan obviously being one, and that, and it was all the visits that we're making, you know, uh, Michigan, Arizona. Alabama, uh, North Carolina for the month of June. Um, one of the things we chose to do as visits for June, where we wanted to go places we had never been before because we were fortunate enough to do unofficials before COVID. And as a sophomore, we wanted to kind of see other cultures than we had previously saw. Mm-hmm. So we've been to Kentucky, you know, we've been, uh, we've, we've been to other schools that are recruiting us. Um, I can go down a lot at some of these schools, but we, we have been there and we just wanted to kind of go to some places we had never been before. And we also are not traditionally like people say, okay, we've narrowed down to our, our, our final five. Like that's what social media says we have to do. You know, we, <laughs> right. we don't, we don't have to do that. Right. Right. You right. Know, we don't, we don't necessarily have to do that. Yeah. So your point is the schools you're visiting aren't the only schools you're considering or he's considering. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Make, see, and again, why it's always important to go to the source. So what about this uh, timeline? I mean, is mm-hmm. is this something that he is going to push into the fall, you know, get into October, November before he makes a decision, or is he looking to do something sooner than that? Yeah, so the, the timeline is being discussed with all the schools that are recruiting him. 
and he he's going to make a decision prior to his prior to his senior season. Okay. So he he wants to definitely play. He wants to make that decision because he wants to. We want him to play his senior season. Um, you know, hopefully, not that he ever looks like he's under some pressure or pre- you know, we just want him to be free and mm-hmm. just go out and play and enjoy enjoy his senior season. <laughs> So so man, I I wonder how the dynamic with Jet works. Does 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 Jet does he like put in a word for his pops? Does he does he does <laughs> he wear a different hat like you do? Like you leave you got the dad hat and the coach hat and you don't you don't mix them. What about with Jet? Is it like a friend hat and recruiting hat or how does that work? Jet's a, Jet's a politician. He's recruiting. Like, <laughs> like a couple of a couple of the like and I and I showed the, I showed this to Jay the other day. I said, Have you ever seen this interview that Jet did? And he's like, no, nah, I never saw this. So Jay, Jay, I forget who was interviewing him, and they were like, "This is the best point guard I've ever played with." Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "What?" Like, <laughs> hey, well, yeah, hey, he know. might be, he might be being political, but he, he, that doesn't mean he's not telling the truth. It, it, it definitely doesn't. Like, and then, and again, yesterday social media, I didn't see it, but I guess Jet posted him up on his page, like, "That's my guy." But they, but the IMG guys, they do that often. Like mm-hmm. they. You know, I don't know if it's something that's drilled in from their coaching staff, which I think is pretty good, excellent staff, um, that, you know, you support each other these ways. But if there's like a video out from Jet or from Jarris Walker, the whole team will post it up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And vice versa. They they support each other. Um, you know, that brotherhood is really, really thick. Um, probably at least once a day, I see Jaden on a FaceTime with four or five of his teammates. Yo, what's up? I'm like, man, y'all just left each other, man. Your school was out last Wednesday, but at least once a day, they're all on there, you know, chatting it up, catching up, talking junk, laughing and giggling. Um, they're they're really close. So, man, I, I mean, my I'm, my last couple for you is another interesting dynamic at play because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the schools you're considering, obviously, they're recruiting other guys too. Sure. I, I, what's what's interesting is. I mean, some of these schools are like recruiting Jaden and a guy that might be visiting the next week. Like, you sure. know, mm-hmm. like same like Carolina, for instance, and Michigan are both recruiting Seth Trimble. Are you guys, is that something that you guys factor into your equation? Who else they're mm-hmm. looking at? Who else they have on this on the roster already? How does that play into your into his thought process, if at all? I think that what plays in our our thought process is we're familiar with the roster. Um, what we would, what we would like moving forward is that we want to make sure there's like, it's not transfer because the portal is so huge. And a lot of people use that for recruiting. We don't want to commit somewhere. And then they bring in somebody from the portal. The, the year uh, coming in. Yeah. So that's something that we think about. And that's conversations that, you know, we have with schools, um, other kids, you know, in the same, same class, um, that like, it's not really going to, it's not going to speed Jaden up. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we wish them luck and we want us, we want our fit to be the right fit. Um, so if somebody kind of, you know, for lack for better words, beats us to the punch, then we feel like, you know, that was the right, right move for both those parties, you know, to, 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 to work out and we wish them all the luck in the world. Um, but we, we won't, Jaden won't be sped up. I've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you tried to get him to shoot, tried to speed him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. none of that's working. I got you. Can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure. And uh, if you're gonna yeah. be if you're gonna be at Peach Jam in the top 100, I see you at one or both of those places. Yeah, lock lock me in. Hit me up. All right, man. Appreciate you. All right, appreciate All right. you. All right. 
So, Tim, I think we can say, <laughs> if nothing else, based on that interview, Michigan has a great shot. Now, can't say that they won't say that they lead, but you know, there's a misconception out there that this is a Kentucky North Carolina battle. Dad said, no, if you look at his list of official visits, those are just the schools that he had they hadn't seen yet. So they wanted to use officials on those. They're still considering other schools that they've seen unofficially, but make no mistake. Regardless of how many schools they're considering, I don't think it's presumptuous to say that Michigan is one of the top contenders for Jaden Bradley. Exactly. And and I think it's a great idea to get on as many campuses as you possibly can. It just, you know, if Michigan and Juwan Howard are the leaders, then why not give Jaden plenty of opportunities to compare and contrast, get on these other elite program campuses and and meet the coaches. And so if you if you really like Michigan and everything they offer, then then somebody's going to have to blow you away and present something that's better. And I, I think it's a real advantage. Yeah. So, Tim, I, one of the things I can't wait, whether whether Jaden goes to Michigan or not, uh, you know, I can't predict the future, know, know what he's going to do. I can't wait to watch him at the NBA Players Association Top 100 camp. Um, I know that Jaden's going. Uh, I think it's, you know, folks have been wondering, are they going to have an NBA, MBPA camp? Uh, yes. Yes, there is going to be one, right, Tim? There is, and it's going to be um, in Orlando at, um, at the Disney Complex. And all the details are still being worked out, and I'm not going to mention any right. dates or any, any you know who's getting invited, but uh, the Top 100 camp will occur this year. Absolutely. So, folks, again, uh, great, terrific insight from a couple of coaches who are also dads, Timmy Mack. Nathan Bradley, hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of the Michigan. Hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of the Michigan Basketball Insider. Of course, if you like this podcast, be sure to rate it. Be sure to review it. Be sure to tell all your friends about it. They can find it wherever they get their podcast: Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, wherever they get it. And want to preview the next one, Tim? Because the next podcast we have an outstanding guest. You care to tell the people? Who we have coming up on our next episode? Well, from one big man to another, um, I am excited for us to talk to Hunter Dickinson, the All-American center, the All-Big Ten standout, who's now in the draft combine. He's going through the process, which I think is a great idea. And we're going to find out a little bit about his career. And one of the questions I'm going to ask him is, I want you to self-evaluate yourself. What are your strengths that that, that you're taking um, into the future and what are the weaknesses if you want to be an NBA player that you need to sharpen up a little, little bit. Yeah, great stuff. And I think this might be the third time Hunter's been on the pod. I mean, this, this will be like like the record. I think this is this is uh, appearance number three for Hunter Dickinson on our you know, podcast. I, he's good. He's good. That's the reason. <laughs> I want to have him four times. <laughs> as do I, Tim. As do I, folks. So be sure to stay tuned or to tune back in for the next edition of the Michigan Basketball Insider. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.